This is baby boy Brian Babylon, and I never listen to none taken. Can we make this shit quick, dog? I'm really booked. <laughs> hey, when I say that, does that make you think of a song? Uh, I can't think of a song. Let's make no. this shit. Let's uh, let's make this quick, dog. I'm really booked. I'm a devious degenerate defender of the devil. Shut down all the trash. Oh, attention level. My backpacks got jets. Got jets. Mom, Boba, the fat. You know, I wish that wasn't in Clerks too, because that's so fucking. That's such a good song, and I liked it when I, only me. Oh man, I can't talk. You were the one I one. took a late afternoon nap, and I woke <laughs> up like five minutes before I sent you the Zoom invite. I'm like loopy <laughs> and on coffee, and just barely awoke. Oh, yeah. All right. So I'm like singing. Uh, who sings that? That's MC Chris, right? MC Chris. He had a mental breakdown during COVID. Did he really? I didn't yeah, know that. I don't know enough other than just a lot of Instagram stories and like uh, live posts and then nothing. I don't know what happened. That's fine. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I used to follow him and I don't know what happened. I haven't seen Cursed by that voice. Amazing rapper. Just an amazing uh, rapper. Like but, bars that are just incredible. But just like, cursed by that voice. Yeah. Hess wants some sex. He was Hesh you know on C Lab, right? He did. Hesh wants yeah, some he sex. <laughs> he did pretty well with it, though. Oh, yeah. He turned it into. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. 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 He got in with the Cartoon Network and everything. Hesh wants some sex. <laughs> Hold on. Now I've got to find that and play it. Hesh wants some sex. Hesh, get off. My tape's Shut up. playing. Debbie, get down here. Debbie. Hesh, some sex. Hesh, this isn't funny. Be real funny when I crack you with a pipe. Okay. <laughs> well, now, Hesh. Shut up. Um. Okay. Why is she holding a dolphin? I think you would make a good father. Um. Give me a second. Uh. Sex! Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Alan sent me this before the show started, and he was like, you should just use this to open up the show because it's the 4th of July. And I was like, I don't know. I hope it's not like really offensive and like bigoted and ignorant. But uh, this is comedian Tim Dillon. If you don't like Tim Dillon, I get you. But I would, I would ask you to maybe realize that like he's, he's playing you. Like he's not serious. Well, he is, but you can. I don't. Alan, he's playing a character. He, Much like, well, like Colbert used to on the Colbert Show. I I believe Somewhat. he's really a conservative. Like, oh, I believe that. Too, okay, yeah. all right. But and he's then also he just comedian. goes into character. Character. Yeah. He doesn't know anything. And like I've seen him on like back when I would listen to Rogan, I'd seen mm. him on Rogan, and he would say like, "Well, I don't trust Bill Gates," and he'd get into a whole bunch of Bill Gates stuff before the vaccines. And I was like. You know, he would talk about India and like, you know, well, and, and then even even um, even Joe Rogan was like, you don't have any proof there. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> even Rogan was. Skeptical. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, something. Yeah. Well, let's hear this because this is for this is, I guess, our Fourth of July show because we can't do our Fourth of July show the day after. Right. That's the one we well, record next. That's true. We and, have to put in the uh, the fireworks thing. Yeah. From, uh, you know what I mean? The sandlot? Husker do's and Husker don'ts. Oh, that should find that. That should be the ending. Are you nuts, dude? You need stuff to explode. Go boom. Okay, I'll find that. I'll play that at <laughs> okay. the end of the show. You're okay. going to stand there. I'm on a fireworks stand. Uh... That will never not make me laugh. I know, right? Uh, oh, let's play this. Tim Dillon, uh, what it means to be an American. What is being an American to you? This is what being an American means to me. 
It's about finding friends. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, sunglasses indoors, and a fedora. Friends that you only are friends with because they have drugs. Okay. It's about finding someone to fuck who hates you. <laughs> Being handed things, squandering opportunities, always attacking others, blaming, never being introspective and looking down deep. Everything in life should be a spectacle, kind of an O.J. Simpson trial. Hold on, this is two minutes long and we're only 30 seconds in. <laughs> Everything, from your divorce to an argument at breakfast, everything should at all times be insane. Is this him the whole time? <laughs> Being an American to me means looking at a disabled person and knowing somewhere down deep they deserve it. <laughs> Being an American to me means understanding that TGIF was a good group of shows on ABC. And yes, the kids got raped. Oh. <laughs> Our most beautiful places in America, our national parks, have become playgrounds for killers. <laughs> okay. To murder people who go seek out their majestic beauty. America means that the government may kidnap your children and try to turn them into sex slaves or assassins, <laughs> mind control victims, and brainwash them. But at the end of the day, Entenmann's is a good cake. <laughs> and everyone likes it. How do you free associate? I do. Isn't that Danish? He's Trump. America to me is about telling your children to go to college so that they can go and haze other kids and kill them. <laughs> America means finding your child OD'd in the bathroom. <laughs> Getting the Narcan out and reviving them. And then sending. So they live to rob you one more time. <laughs> oh, that was my aunt. That's what America means. Never give up. Never surrender. We have a beautiful... And very, very disgusting country. Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. <sighs> All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. None taken. Friday Headlines Roundup Edition. Thank you for joining us. Once again, we are here. I've spent the week just going through the field in our backyard, finding everything I can that looks like a story and saying, Alan, what's this? He says, that's a headline. I'll put it in my thing. I'll talk to you on Friday. Because I listen to 13 hours of uh, podcasts a week, and Alan watches three hours of cable news, so you don't have to. We're your antidote. Did I say it right, Alan? We're your antidote to cable news. You said it right. I uh, did that one without reading this time. How'd it go? 
went pretty well. Okay. I was asked by a listener if I actually watch three hours of cable news a day, and I said, yes, yes, I do. I think you do. Like, usually when I, I turn do. on the show to see you, you're like, oh, I got to turn off MSNBC. I was listening to <laughs> Rachel. That's I'm, I'm, that was that's not true. But, that's not true. Uh, she's got a replacement coming on, right? This is where my brain's going. The music's still playing, and I'm on to like some dumb fucking tangent. She's retiring. Uh, she's doing like one show a week, and then hasn't uh, she been off the air regularly? She's been for off a for a little while. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Uh, I think she's writing a book or doing some other little oh. projects. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they it's got to be tough to do a show every day. Five days a week, I imagine, would be. You have writers, but. but... But that's your job. Like, yeah. that's what that is. <laughs> I know. That's a good one point. Hour. This is what we and do after whole... we work. I work right. my fucking ass off every day, like 12 hours a day sometimes. And it's still show. Like, I mean, I like it. Of, don't be wrong. But like, they have yeah. a whole team of support staff yeah. and they just do one hour. God, a day it can't something. be that hard. Right. That's got to be. I so think I could do that. I think I could do that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, again, like your writers are funny. Like, yes, you just, you have just to, read the teleprompter. Well, you got to be good at that. And that is that is a skill. I think being a good interviewer takes some skill too. Being you know what? But Alan, right I questions. admire you about that. Like I like when we have guests on, I can be like, okay, well, I know I'm going to want to ask this. I won't do a great job at that, but I know Alan's going to like, in, when we worked together as managers, I was always like, can you interview them? Like you'll find <laughs> the real answers. I'm just going to like, I yeah, like well, this I, guy. I don't know, Alan, we should hire him. <laughs> I like that interaction with people though. Yeah. I, and so it's, it's kind of, I do too, but right I'm, I wheelhouse. tend to be more thoughtful just after the fact. I think like in the mm. moment I'm like, just, I'm still processing. I don't know what that says about me. Maybe I'm stupid, but no, I don't um, think so. I mean, it sounds like something a stupid pe- person would say, <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't process the information on the fly. Like you can, you know, like you with your good brain. <laughs> I should take naps before the show more often. Yeah, I, I like feel this, very this lucid. Fun Dustin right here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fun Dustin. Fun oh, Dustin. Oh. Glad I'm not drunk. <laughs> that would be a horrible thing. Like, oh, fun Dustin while well, I'm secretly on pills right now. Uh, uh, how well, shall we get show? into it? Yeah, you want to do a first headline? This is just a little note for me. Do you want to do a first okay. headline? So below that, then, is where I'm going to start, right? Unless I'm supposed to ask a question. I was the... Oh, yeah, you're supposed to ask a question. Do I do that now? Yeah, we do a DAC to open this. Okay. Um, okay, so are we going to talk about January 6th today? We can. I don't think I have. You don't I, have any the, updates no, on there? No, because I, I had all that put in the, the Wednesday show. So. <sighs> there was so we much can. more than what we covered, and we tried to get as much as we could. I mean, basically, our point on, on our Wednesday show was CNN would tell you that all that came out that day was, which by the way, CNN, this is like all CNN wanted to talk about was throwing the lunch against the wall. Like someday there'll be a tour of the oval office and they'll be like, this is where Donald Trump threw his plate against the wall. And this is where the ketchup was <laughs> like, like that was all they said there was to talk about. And I came on here, my fucking clip show. And I'm like, here, this is what I have to tell you. They had a whole hearing today. Granted, I had to do it really quick after work, but like, Man, the first thing should have been, he said, no metal detectors. I know they're violent. And then I'm going to walk them somewhere. At, like, yeah. right? Like, that seems much more important. But yeah, definitely. I, I mean, obviously, I, that was the easy pull. But that there was, was a lot more. That, that was sensational. Okay. So I, I'm imagining, like, as you said, a future in the Capitol or in the, uh, the White House where they have just a, a frame around a ketchup stain on yeah, the wall. Yeah. Or a dent says, where the plate hit it, but they've Yeah. There's over like it. a little plaque below it. Yeah. This yeah. is where. Right. 46th president, Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. Through the uh, plate. The yeah, cats I wonder, up. I kind of want to hear about other stains in that office now. Oh, hey, you now. think those? Hey, now. Uh, yeah, you they put that on the dress like a normal sure. Alan. Okay, <laughs> so 
so uh, a little after JFK, Watergate, right? Um, yeah. What Watergate would you say? So uh, a burglary as um, as they would say a third rate burglary. Who who called it that? <laughs> um, I don't recall who called it. You're that. Not, that wasn't Liddy, right? That, no, Liddy, Liddy was, ran. Liddy was a guy he, heading it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, twice. Uh, <laughs> Liddy is such a fucking retard. You talk about Liddy. Yeah, he's so bad. They they broke in twice. Is that what you mean? To different places, but the I yeah. mean the one that the uh, psychiatrist office was just completely. Oh, that was bad. That but they broke in Watergate no. twice. They broke in they at did, least yes. twice. The hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They got caught because they put tape over the door and couldn't. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, what did the president know, and when did he know it? Was the like the main thrust of Watergate, though, right? Essentially, yes. And, yeah, because he tried to insulate himself from from it as much as possible, just like like Trump has done. So Watergate was like, what did the president know, and when did he know it? Right. Yes. Then mm-hmm. January sixth is how many specific weapons and of what type did the president know he was directing towards <laughs> an attempted coup? <laughs> like yeah, that's really like not whole, the same fucking thing, right? It seems like a whole uh, whole scale above that, right? So uh, like they had flagpoles with <laughs> they were making spears out of flagpoles. They were they had. Bare, I mean, I've seen the videos of that. I've seen the guy with like, right. yeah, I've got my flagpole. No, but, 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 like, but the fact that he knew that leading up to it, mm-hmm. like that they had those weapons. And yeah. He was like, no, take the motorcycles out. That's. So what does it say about our society that we went from it's not the cover up, it's the crime to. Well, of course, they were covering up the crime. They're all corrupt. Like, yeah, of course, they're, you know, it's not the crime. I agree. It's not the crime. It's also not the cover up because like, I'm not shocked that they're trying to cover it up. Like, that's our that's our attitude now. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, I mean, we have. Well, that what is that? What is that prospect? Give What, what prospect does that give you? It's not a good a prospect. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it's definitely I think where our our level of expectation of, of our uh, elected officials has changed. I think we've just come to accept that on some level or so, at least a large portion of the population has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she testified that that Giuliani told her on the sixth, on, on the second, on the second, yeah. that there, the, the six was going to be a big deal. No, that, but that, that could mean nonviolently. But they were also talking about the problems with the speech where the, you know, you have to, we have to march on the Capitol and we have to they were trying to uh, edit the fight speech. for your country. They didn't want the fighting stuff in, and in then, the speech. And then he added the stuff about Pence, right? That's right. Yeah. And, and then he had... tweeted about Pence as it was happening, yeah. saying that he was like you know, when you connect that. When, so like you learn that first that he knew about that. You knew he tweeted that. And then you fi- find out later that they were fighting him to not add that because of what it could do to him legally in the future. And for fears of how it would direct what they were trying to accomplish, which was everything happening inside the Senate. Right. Right. And then the day of when he was told when Mark Meadows was told um, about them saying, hey, Mike Pence and the president was told that. Yeah. And then the the legal counsel was like, hey, we got to do something. He's like, the president doesn't want to do anything. He thinks that there's the crowd isn't doing anything wrong. Mike Pence is in the wrong. Yeah, that's Pat Sip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. He said president doesn't want to do anything, Pat. So what's interesting is um, even on the show, you said, you know, you kind of called into question her testimony, but you said like she said it under oath that I guess the idea is this would compel other people to testify and either corroborate or deny her and they'd have to deny her. They've they've subpoenated that lawyer. Um, the Cipion. Pat Cipollini, Cipollini. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Now it remains to be seen what he will 
do if he will actually testify or if he will testify in person on video or if it's going to be just like a transcript kind of thing that we would get. But he agreed to testify? He has not that I am aware of yet, Uh, but they subpoenaed him today. Okay. So then if if he refuses to show up, then they said it's probably sent to the Justice Department. And then it's a matter of up to Merrick Garland, whether or not he actually is held in contempt. Um, So that that remains to be seen. But they did subpoena him. And the Secret Service has said that they will respond to the committee. Now, that also remains to be seen how. Well, that's a question, right? Like they've asked people have asked, like, can you compel a Secret Service officer to testify? And in the blowjob case in 98 or whatever, um, the Secret Service acquiesced. So there is precedent to it like it's yeah yeah and they have they have said they will they will respond it's, it's just a matter of how right will mm-hmm. we actually will it be public will it be mm-hmm. in person will okay. it be written uh recorded we don't know okay. so that remains to be seen all right and they're running out of time here i mean there's only they're waiting what? two weeks for more more episodes <laughs> well well they're on vacation because mm-hmm. of the holiday this one was a uh, surprise that came in last minute because they had some new information i i, I struggled to see what in that was like new information like, it seems like they, they must have known all of that already, unless it was to ask a question differently than they asked before, and they thought it was pertinent to later. Oh, that's it. Okay, so they do, they have sort of said that they have evidence that will tie Trump directly to it, like calls to violence, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they must have felt that that wouldn't be very compelling if they didn't ask something that they'd already got her answer to in a different way and get that under oath. Right. Does that yeah, I guess sense? that would make sense. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. Well, shit, man, it'd be interesting <clears throat> to see what they've got coming up. Indeed. All right. Well, Should this is like a headlines? lot of commentary on our headline show. Yeah, please. Uh, why don't you do the first one? Okay. So, um, at least so 51 people were found dead in an abandoned tractor trailer near oh, San Antonio, man, Texas toll went higher. Yeah. Um, uh. In the parent migrant smuggling attempt, um, there were multiple people hospitalized in critical condition as well as those 51 that were found dead. And some who were found alive at the time died in, in hospital care. Why do they call um, it in an attempted smuggling attempt when it was clearly like m- murder ultimately, right? Like obviously it was a smuggling attempt. Like you found a bunch of Mexican nationals in, or, or other immigrants in san antonio this was clearly a smuggling attempt um the person left them there someone yeah someone <laughs> left right and like might am i to presume the driver got out and joined them no i'm sure that's okay. not, not the case um yeah i mean but these things have happened before oh yeah i know They've, this one's getting bands, a lot of publicity actually but this is the largest is um, it? casualty oh, that really? we've seen i believe ever oh dude um, we don't have to have a fucking dick measuring contest on no we don't we don't but i mean humans in a trailer in san antonio it was like 100 degrees outside if you've ever been in a tractor trailer dude i have to do air conditioning repairs on them sometimes because of how hot they get in there like they they use them as servers i've been in one where the where the ac unit broke it was 151 degrees yeah 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 absolutely that's that's deadly and and doesn't take that much time they had no water i mean there were you know there was like 60 70 people crammed into this so amazing to think like oh i would you'd find a way out like we're humans but no it's people die 51 people would die like 51 people died they couldn't get it together to get out of there like no you're gonna die locked in there it's horrifying it's really horrifying Uh, uh, i hope that they i'm more interested in finding who's responsible for them being there 
No, I agree. The mayor of San Antonio has called on Congress to enact some sort of, you know, investigation. No, uh, to, to fix immigration. You know, immigration right. in this country is a fucking shit show. Yeah. Um, and we need to really, Congress. Has yeah, but I'll be consistent mentally here and say you can enact any legislation you want. I don't think you're going to stop crazy people from guns from doing bad things. Obviously, there's access, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to use that same argument here. Like this is, you know, this is sure this would go away if there wasn't, you know, these state created. if there was a, a a better way to legally immigrate yes, to this country it would reduce this sure it would reduce sure. this i mean but, these are desperate people obviously but somebody left them there that's what happened clearly that's yes. that's why this happened yes all right uh the supreme court ruled six to three in favor of a high school football coach who was put on leave for praying on the field after games deeming his actions pr- uh protected by the first amendment it's a poorly structured sentence. The case could impact religious rights in public schools more broadly. I have thoughts about this. I think they might surprise you. So let me hear what you think first. Well, I, this is one of the cases that was released last week that kind of just got swept under the rug with the whole road. No, this was Monday and, morning. But yeah, you're right. The, well, and the yeah. New York gun ruling, all that. This is mm-hmm. Monday morning, right? Yeah. But like, I don't I didn't hear anybody really talking about this at all. Um, well, you so, I mean, my thoughts shares. on this. I, what's that? You weren't looking at our story posts then, Alan. Oh, my bad. Um, so I think that I, I, I disagree with this ruling. I think that we should separate religion from public schools. And I, I so I have a problem with that. Um, I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Well, so I, I have two thoughts and I, I end up at two different destinations, depending on the answer to this question is, were the students truly pressured to do that or was there like the implication of pressure maybe because like, that could be biased on the individual like i i wouldn't know but if they weren't pressured to like i think if i i i would love to see maybe a more refined ruling on this about whether people are pressured or coerced into doing it but like as so long as you're voluntary voluntarily letting people associate and in, in prayer i i don't care like i'm not a religious well i'm I'm weirdly religious. I'm not a, uh, I'm, I'm a lapsed Christian, right? Uh, I'm I'm not the religion I was raised with. How's that? Um, and I, I, I guess I'm an atheist too. Honestly, I don't (laughs) (laughs) ultimately I'd say like, yeah, I I am more agnostic than anything, but that's so pretentious. Right. Like, but then I'm like, what do I talk about? Like my Buddhist like practices? Like that's dumb. (laughs) Like, cause I'm certainly not, but like, all right. Uh, Anyway, where, where so was you're it? saying you're saying if it's not like required attendance well, okay. by the team, I think that like if he get, just does getting, it after the getting game the Supreme and... Court to say you're not allowed to do that to me feels worse. Like, do you understand what I mean by that? Like saying mm-hmm. that you can't gather people around and say a prayer after a game saying you're not allowed to. I, I feel like, honestly, that is more of an imposition into people's lives than, you know, and and here also like I don't. I think these types of things, they have like chaplains at uh, public universities. And now it's a little bit different, but they get state funding, like on principle should be similar to this, right? Um, you know, it's not everyone says a prayer. I would I would not want it to be okay to have the same scenario and a prayer before class. Uh, but, you know, in an extracurricular mm-hmm. where the coach wants to... As, so, so long as it's voluntary and there's... Because then you could have cases in the future where you could say I was uh, not selected to certain positions because I didn't participate in this and I can prove that. 
Well, sure. Like definitely don't, you know, but I don't, I don't think that you should tell people they can't do that. Does that make sense? So you're the reason that you're okay with it is because you're drawing a distinction between an extracurricular activity and like an on school on premise in school required to be there sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, definitely. And you're saying if it's voluntary and, and the team doesn't have to be there for it, then you're okay with it. But I am totally open to people bringing cases that are like, Hey, I've been discriminated against because I didn't join that. Like that's, I, that would be wrong. I just feel like it opens the door to all of that. Um, well, I think that it, I think there's, I think it's a bad door to open to say, you're not allowed to do that. Is that, you know, I, okay. and this is me being consistent against something that I don't choose to participate in. Right. Sure. Like, no, that's fair. Yeah. All right. That's fair. All right. Um, let's see. A New York. Supreme ah, you know what? Hold on. I, I see no difference between that and like taking off our hat and saying a prayer to the flag before the football game. Mm-hmm. That, like I do. Do you understand me? Well, but that's in that's you're in public and you're that that's not state. If the if the team if the team mandated you to say the Pledge of Allegiance with or the uh, national anthem, stand and put your hand over your hat or hand of whatever you're supposed to do take your hat off all those things <laughs> hand uh, over your heart yeah all right? that all that uh ceremony all that jazz. yeah if the yeah. team said that you you're, you're supposed to do that um i i i i mean i get annoyed when i have to do that <laughs> i hate when like the, all the vendors shut down i'm like well you shut off the person singing like it's fine like if this were at home you'd walk to the kitchen like it's not is there a proximity ruling is it like because it's actual earshot and not you don't through... stand up when you're at home in a national anthem i kneel on? like a what kind of american I, are you I kneel. you know oh, what i do, you, do? Okay. you know what i well, do, that's do? Fine too. you know what i do do at baseball games you do do what <laughs> I, I know I said that. Sorry, it's making me laugh now. Um, I kneel during the seventh inning stretch, and <laughs> it really gets mixed. What are you showing solidarity with? Nothing. Just uh, nothing. Just, just pissing people just off and you get you. mad. Like it, it's <laughs> you. As many people get mad. You know, it's the same reaction as when I go up and do karaoke of just take those old records off the shelf. But I just repeat, just take those old records off the shelf. Really take those old records off the shelf. <laughs> like people, it's the same reaction. People come up and try to help me. It's like no, no, no. I didn't forget the words. Like I, this is on purpose. This is on purpose. Don't worry. Bob Seger's lyrics are not too difficult for me. <laughs> Okay, uh, your turn. New York Supreme yes. Court. A New York Supreme Court justice struck down a New York City law that granted 800,000 non-citizens the right to vote in local elections, deeming it in violation of the state constitution. So we talked about this when it first happened. Um, I mixed it was kind of It was kind of a big deal. People were worried about it, but it only impacted local elections. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, they weren't allowed to vote in federal elections because yeah. that's not constitutional. Yeah. And at the time, I kind of felt like that was a good thing because you're enfranchising so to speak a whole group of people that in other you know other ways wouldn't have any impact on their surroundings they, yeah. they do live there they do pay taxes that's my part um i mean do... just if i cannot pay taxes i'd be fine with that in fact yeah. in fact i'd give up voting to not pay taxes <laughs> <laughs> so i think that i think that they should have that right um <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't go into the details of why or what clause in the new york state constitution they referred to in saying that this violated um so I guess we'll, I'm sure it'll be appealed. Well, hold on. Are they goes. saying that if you don't pay tax, if you, I think somehow you can twist these words around to say, don't pay taxes. And if you don't vote, I just, you know, taxation without representation. Yeah. But I mean, the, fuck? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're not you supposed to throw Alan. Their, they're not uh, supposed to be here. Were you trying to throw things in the, in the Harbor? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, In the New York Harbor. Yeah. 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 Uh, Boston, right? Well, there. This is a New York. Right, so. got it. I understand now. <laughs> um, 
Take that, Hudson Bay. Uh, that now that's Canada, right? No, Hudson. Yeah, Hudson Bay. Oh, I think that is Canada. Yeah, it's that big one, right? The big one. Is that a Gulf? Hold on, pull up Hudson Bay on a map. Lin- J- Jamie, look this shit up. Jamie, uh, you type faster than me. Are you doing it? It's Canada. It's like that. It's that big thing that looks like the Gulf of Mexico, but in the Arctic. Yeah, it's pretty massive. Why? That's not a bay. That's bigger than most states. It's uh, 1.2 million kilometers, square kilometers. So, yeah, it's pretty large. What is that in feet? Oh, I don't no, know. Yard, no, fucking miles. 475,000 square miles. That's a lot of miles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's squared, though. So, we got to do some. Uh, we got to do some division, right, Alan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> division. That's long division, right? That's, no. Um, That's short. Short. I'm sure it's not long division. Oh, mm-hmm. very short. Okay. The FDA ordered Juul to remove its uh, its products from U.S. markets after a nearly two year review of data provided by a vaping company. Meanwhile, Juul said it will appeal this ruling. You know, it's so weird that it's only for them and like not. I was just going to say that. It's it. And there's so many other products on the market. There's like a billion other products. They even said on Juul. They even said these other ones don't pose the same threat. And it's only because they didn't become popular. It would be like saying that Nintendo is killing children. And they're like, (laughs) yeah, but these kids with Sonic the Hedgehog and they're, you know, superior graphics engine, just less popular games is a uh, it's fine, you know, but. Nintendo with their plumbers and Italians. <sighs> I mean, when I was up in Washington, like everybody vapes up there. Yeah. And they all and have these like disposable little like yeah. vapes. Nobody uses Juul. Yeah. Um, I, I was surprised that they singled out that company. I, I am guess too. I'm also surprised that I can't find my vape. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> why'd you bring this up? I can make it through a show. Uh, next topic though, because we got to get through this. I got to go get my vape. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to skip this one. Do whatever you want. That. Uh, do to do. Do to do, do, do. Okay. Uh, President Biden signed the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act into law on Saturday, last Saturday, yeah. the most significant firearms legislation in decades. The deal includes uh, incentives for states to adopt red flag laws and tighter background checks for people under 21. So I talked about this on uh, last week's show, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I, I, at that point, I said I thought that it actually would, you know, this would actually go through the the Senate and through the House yeah. and make it to Biden's desk, and it did, uh, and he signed it. So uh, I don't know. I, I feel good about this. It's still not like you know, it's not the end all be all of gun control legislation. Well, they said something. if there was something added, they would lose all the the Republican support in the Senate. I can't remember what that was. Oh, it was the assault rifle ban. The assault rifle yeah. ban, <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the, the tighter background checks for people under twenty one, I think, makes a lot of sense, especially given that a lot of these recent uh, shootings have been done by people under 21 years old and who didn't, you know, weren't required. So what's, how do you have a tighter background check with someone who kind of lacks the time period to have had background check uh, flag worthy events? They could still have history as far as domestic violence arrests, as far as uh, psychiatric events, uh, things like that. Okay. Okay. But if they don't, they don't. Then They've they been don't. good boys for three years. They're they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Fine? You mean be able to buy a gun? I tricked you into saying that. Look at you. Uh, <laughs> my turn. What do you want me to say? Uh, uh, I don't want to talk. We about talked that. about NATO. We can skip that Russian mm. one. I don't want to talk yeah. about it. Thanks. Sorry. 
Um, Did you see Russia defaulted on its debt? What does that mean? What's the effects of that? So like, is this, are we getting to the point where everybody said, Hey, eventually they can't keep getting by forever? Yes. Oh, um, next topic. We, (laughs) yeah, we are. So yeah. So we had talked about them potentially defaulting on debt as much as a month or month and a half ago. I, I think. thought they snuck by. I thought they got. They did sneak by because uh, they were able to use generally the revenue the from their sale. their oil and gas sales to, okay. to make up for it. Um, but as of last week, yeah, they um, they were they did miss some payments. Um, and so what that means is that their cost to borrow would definitely go up. Um, and those things start to be compounding factors. Yes. Yeah. The cost of borrow will go up. And this their, is what keeps people in minorities in in uh, in in trapped in low income environments for their entire life. Access to credit is huge. Yeah. And Access predatory lending generally. practices. I'm just saying phrases now. <laughs> All right. Are you linking uh, like cash advance? Yeah. To, to uh, Russia. To this, and to Russia. Globe, yeah. It's not exactly. The no, same we've thing, closed down I the banks. So they got to go check cash. Check. Check. Check into cash. Checking the cash. I was doing the song. I wasn't stuttering, trying to think of cash their check. Cash their cack is what I was trying to say. Can you imagine, like, Putin in line at the check in the cash? (laughs) With, like, a big, oversized publisher's clearinghouse check. Do you know, how much do you think it costs to print one of those giant checks? It's got to be, like, $1,000, right? No, come on, man. We worked at Staples. You print a 24 by 36 uh, poster board. It's way bigger than that, though. Like, you've got to get a machine that can print. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And then you just like tape it on. Yeah. It's just got to be good enough for the photo. Sure. Okay. Your turn. Okay. Um, uh, a- EU candidate status. Wait, why don't we uh, talk about EU candidate status and the one that's not on there that Finland, uh, I've, hi, I'm commandeering. Hi, Alan. I'm, I need this. I need this headline. I'm commandeering it from you. Um, the EU granted candidate status to Ukraine and Moldova and uh, Nate, NATO. Right, Nate, Nate, dog. Uh, uh, Turkey's was okay. Oh, do you see Turkey wants to go by Turkeya now? Is there I like did not people? See th- people think that we're the uh, the bird and we're not food. Um, yeah, Turkey. That's okay. Uh, that'll help. Why don't you fix your fucking inflation and stop dropping your interest? Yeah, rates? how about that, Erdogan? Oh my God! And also, try not to be so racist. Um, he's the dentist, right? Is he the dentist? I, I get him that. and Assad confused with who was I the think dentist. Assad was the dentist. Okay. Uh, Turkey said that NATO could let Sweden and Finland in. Fuck. Oh, they did. Yeah. I missed that. That was today. Okay. All well, right. that's big. It'll probably be in tomorrow's headlines. Thank God we don't have to say it next Friday. Uh, okay, <laughs> your turn. You want to talk about this earthquake or move sure. on to econ? I'll do the earthquake real quick okay. and then we can move on. A uh, powerful 6.1 magnitude earthquake hit eastern Afghanistan near its border with Pakistan last week. Killed an estimated 1,000 people and injured about 1,500 more. Um, but, you know, obviously those figures could could rise. It's a very remote area, not too heavily populated, not a lot of uh, buildings to collapse, things like that. So um, even though it was a pretty big earthquake, the damage, you know, a 6.1 earthquake, you'd probably expect to be much worse than that. Um I mean, still, it's an, it's just another compounding, you know, effect that they didn't need given the state of their economy. Um, but I mean, I'm sure there will be more uh, humanitarian crises coming from that. But there were already so many there that this almost seems like just another straw on the back of the camel. Man, that's so many people. It's a lot of people. Want so we go to econ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you want me to read? 
Tell me, tell me the words to read. Highlight it. I'm looking at the sheet. I'm ready. Do it. Do it. Uh, you know what? Let's just go here. Okay. Fed Chair Jerome Powell testified before the Senate Banking Committee last week, stressing that the central bank is strongly committed to bringing down inflation. He said he does not think interest rate hikes need to provoke a recession, but acknowledged it is certainly a possibility. I will not play the sound a week from now or whenever next week's show is. Whenever, as if it's not always the same fucking time. Um, I did find a sound today where he was like, I think our economy is very strong right now, and it's great, and we shouldn't be worried. Just basically the same thing Janet Yellen said the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to skip this, go to the next one. So this was something you sent me on Twitter. Michael Burry. Ah. So Michael Burry is the guy who was uh, portrayed in the movie The Big Short, the guy who kind of saw the 2008 financial crisis coming and, yeah. and found ways to bet against it yeah. um, and make money off of it. He had a tweet last week saying the supply glut at retail is the bullwhip, bullwhip effect. Deflationary pulses from this lead to disinflation and CPI later this year leads to Fed reverses itself on rates and quantitative tightening leads to cycling. All right. I need um, you so, to go step by step and talk to me like I'm dumb. Cause you know okay. why? Cause when you said leads to, I looked at it and I, I read the same thing. I mean, I sent it to you. It had yeah. an arrow pointing in a direction right. and I'm like, okay, that goes that way. And then the next <laughs> sentence I was like, I mean, I know in my mind that I understood it as leads to, but when you say leads to, instead of arrow pointing in your head, when you read it, um, it does make more sense. So like, <laughs> can you just go by it again? Yeah, I'll try. Okay. okay so. so it's the first thing. So the supply cut at retail. So a number of companies target American Eagle, a couple others came out uh, last week with earnings reports saying that they have way too much, uh, supply. Uh, they are overstocked in a number of items that just did Supplies. not sell as well as they expected. The bullwhip effect is essentially when somebody cracks the whip, there's a very, subtle movement of your wrist when you do it right right but that subtle movement that action creates a very large reaction down the line right so bullwhip effect in financial terms is the same sort of thing wherein you have these little small things these small ripples in the economy and the supply chain that end up having exponential effects right okay so what he's saying is that because there is a a glut at retail they have overstock they have supply that that's going to actually create a disinflationary uh, market we're in we're going to see pricing go down and then he says fed will react to that they will reverse itself on rates so in other words they're going to quit raising rates perhaps even lower them and then they'll go from quantitative tightening to back to quantitative easing or at least neither of the two um and things to just kind of go back to normal I, I think that's a really optimistic look but i mean he's been right in the past so who knows did I, did I lay that out? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm used to him recognizing how everything's going to go horrible. I know, right? You don't expect optimism. Well, he's also that. betting on water right now. He's like, at the yes. end of the big short, they're like, his next investment is that we're going to run out of water. I'm like, oh, no. Like, you well, don't I, forget I, that. Like, every time I, I see him now, I'm like, he's right about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I think um, I've said that before yeah, yeah. on the show. But um, this is uh, that Alan. You did. I think you did uh, me at least a service. Here. Okay, I appreciate cool. that. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, my turn. Yeah. Um, I think you, we can just go. Do you want to just go into other news? Yeah. And then can I? I brought this one on my own. Can I talk about it? Of course. Have you opened the link yet? Um, Say no. First one. I have not. Oh, sweet. Okay. So, but don't open it or open it, but don't look at it yet. I trust okay. you, Alan. Not okay. a dirty fucking cheater. I know you got to look at the screen. That's the tough part because you're looking at the little window. 
but don't look at the page behind it, okay? Okay, I didn't, I didn't. All right, good. Uh, Stone, have you heard of Stone Brewery? Sure. Listeners, have you heard of Stone Brewery? Um, Grapefruit um, IPA was like their claim to no, fame. No, 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 right? it was Sculpin. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Stone was the Arrogant Bastard. And, right, Arrogant uh, Bastard. And a million yeah. other uh, spinoffs where they're just like, hey, bro, I heard you like hops. You know what we did? We put hops in this. Like, we put like three, four times hops. And like, you know, you've you're probably right. heard of us, our Arrogant Bastard one. It really symbolizes me. I really identify with that. I like that, you know? <laughs> Uh, so I don't, I never They're from cared. San Diego, right? They are, they are. And I watched them go from like a, uh, office complex off the side of the 78 freeway to the, just like, I lived in LA for, for a while and people were like, Oh, I went to stone brewery. I'm like, Oh, you went down to San Diego? Like, no, they opened one in Arcadia. And I'm like, ew. Oh, they got mass. There's one in Napa. I went to one in Napa a few times. That makes me sick. Well, anyways, they sold to Sapporo. Ask for how much. Wait, look. Guess how much for and for 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 a reminder. I think um, anchor. Uh, uh, God damn it, anchor point. What is it called? Not anchor uh, point. Ballast point. Ballast point. Ballast point. That was the one I was thinking. Ballast yeah. point sold for like one billion dollars, maybe a billion dollars. Billion dollars to Enbev, I think. I would assume that Stone sold for at least that much. Open it up. Look. Look. Say the number, America. One hundred and sixty-five million. Everybody's getting paid right now. I don't understand That's, this. Say that number again louder. And a hundred and sixty-five million. What? How? That's they're that makes they're no infinitely sense. more popular than. Um, oh yeah, than they're everywhere. Anchor point to get them big ballast point. Was. Ballast point. They're yeah. fucking everywhere. And they they had a longer track record. Like I, I what happened? Was there rats in there? Was there was there no shit, right? And they brought some Japanese samurais to the corporate table or some shit. I don't know. That's very stereotypical, Alan, but I like it (laughs) because I like the mental imagery. Imagery, I I can see it. Yeah, and like Tarantino level gore, right? Right. Yeah. It's just like a fire hose of blood going up. Yeah. See it. Like all right. Well, wait. We have to give you something. Here's 165 million. (laughs) Wow. That is we will now take Alan, everybody's getting paid right now. This is like in a time of inflation, like th- this is what's happening. And they are the corporations. They're where they have all the money. It's like we're complaining right. about how the money's not moving around yet. M- companies are like kind of hoarding it. Like that. Why they are have you- all the money? <laughs> why do they agree to that? Million. Why understand. would they agree to that? That's, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I mean, unless, unless there's something we're not like, maybe they had like, Eight hundred million dollars in debt that they took over, plus got the hundred sixty-five million. But I don't. I think they would have called that out in the headline. I don't know. Maybe not. That's a lot of debt. That's a lot of debt. But they did expand really fast. Rapid expansion. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Maybe that's I, still one hundred sixty-five. Seems incredibly crazy. Low. Crazy. I. Um. I think we can skip this one because it's old. Um. Sure. I don't know. This is behind a paywall. New York Times. Okay. So this is called. The headline this is, is the man, the man helping drive the investigation into Trump's push to keep power. It's so they said is, drive and Trump's push right before we found out about him assaulting his uh, service and service. trying to drive the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is basically uh, about the probably one of the most important people at the Justice Department who you've never heard of. Uh, his name is Thomas Wyndham. And my guess would be that by this time next year, everybody will know who that is. Well, shit. But did you really read this one? I did. Yeah. Uh, But as of now, most people do not. So essentially, he's the guy that Merrick Garland has put in charge of investigating all of the Jan 6 stuff. 
um, for the Justice Department. So he's been going about that quietly while we have this, the select committee doing everything very publicly. This guy is working behind the scenes, interviewing people, subpoenaing people, etc. So this is sort of just a, a piece to sort of, I guess, introduce him to the public, although he's been a very private guy. He has been working for the Justice Department for quite a while. I think he's in his 40s. Um, he is described by by former colleagues and people that have tried cases against him as a very dogged attorney, um, hmm. willing to kind of uh, willing to be an asshole, I guess you could say, to get his point across. Okay. Uh, but also very um, very straight laced, um, a very hard worker, very passionate about what he does. Um, so while most people haven't heard of him. It seems like uh, Merrick Garland believes he's the guy. So this is kind of like a profile on him. Exactly. Oh, exactly. And even this profile is very, you know, it's a thousand feet up. It's it's because they didn't really get much New York access. Times kicks, kissing his ass. Um, I think they're just trying to get the guy's name out there and say, hey, this guy, by the way, the Justice Department actually is doing something. That sounds like they're being the PR for the Democrats, Alan. I mean, you could say that if you want. You didn't read the article, though. No. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. <laughs> so that wasn't like uh, so you read the article. You have feel, a good bullshit detector. It didn't feel like a puff yeah. piece. Oh, it just cool. felt like they're saying, "Hey, by the yeah. way, there is this guy, and this is what we know about him, which isn't much, but this is what we know." And we gotcha. interviewed a couple people that worked with them and tried okay, cases see, against him. Um, that's a so fair yeah, way I, to get a, a, a just like the the outlines of a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, Thomas Wyndham, I think we'll we'll all know that name very well in about a year. That's interesting. That um, that reminds me of how like we were talking about the Eastman memo, like like in December of twenty twenty one. Right. Yeah. Twenty yeah, twenty. Yeah. Jesus Christ, time goes by. Um, all right. Cool. Well, what was in your media diet this week, my friend? So I watched The Man from Toronto What's on that? Netflix. It was there. I think it was the number one streaming title on netflix for the week last week huh. um it's a action movie with you harrelson and kevin hart sorry. okay i like uh, that energy i'm down yeah. for that. i tend to feel saturated with my kevin hart but i think it's been a while it's been a while yeah no i i so here's what i would say it's very formulaic it's it's very predictable i'm fine very, with that it's, it's kind of cookie cutter, yeah. but it was a fun little ride. If you um, know that it's like a character vehicle for actors that you don't mind seeing them kind of go over the top, I'm fine with yeah. formulaic. Yeah. So Woody Harrelson is like a, a, an assassin. Uh, Kevin Hart is not, but he gets sort of drawn into his w- world. Um, and they have a, you know, fun and hijinks ensues. Um, there were some mo- moments where I laughed out loud. Um, I, you know, it's it's not like, you know, the best movie you'll see this summer, but it's, it's worth a watch. You got Netflix. It's free anyways. Yeah. You might as well check it out. It's not free. It's, it's worth a couple of hours. money is worth out of it. Well, so, you paid yeah. for it already. Yeah. yeah. You know. No, that's what I'm saying. Do it. Yeah. Watch it. You <laughs> yeah. paid for yeah, it. Yeah, watch it. Watch yeah. it. It's you have bad. food it's at home. Bad. Don't go out to the theaters. <laughs> you have Netflix at home. <laughs> Don't yeah, just put right. it on so you can fuck strangers. <laughs> well, that too. But. Don't just put it on for that. That's right, what I right, said. Right, Have sure. you started watching The Boys yet? Have you watched any of The Boys? Oh, shit. Look who joined us. Hey. Joined us from across the hall. Hi. Thanks, honey. Hey. Oh, she brought oh, your baby and everything. And How sweet. Petra's here. Aww. Hi, baby. Do you want to talk to the hey, Petra. Come on. Come talk to America. Hi. Say hi to Alan. <laughs> Aw. She's so cute. Give some kisses. Aw. Good girl. Try not to talk so the mic might pick up her. Licking you. Oh, 
Oh, she's the sweetest. Okay, we can finish she's the show so with cute. her up here. Um, yeah. I watched. So, I have not watched The Boys. I'm aware of what it is, but I haven't yeah. watched any of it. Season three just came out, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Uh, we watched all of season three last weekend when we came back oh, from the wow. lake. Dude, we How spent the whole day on the water at the lake, and then we came back home. And we're like, oh, we got to watch The Boys. So they did uh, an eight, no, six six episode season or an eight episode season. We just watched every fucking one of them when we got home. Um, nice. it's, so I mean, it's obvious good. it was good. Yeah. Uh, somehow they've found a way to effectively tap into what is exactly going to be the thing you want, uh, scandal or the, the scandal or the topic in like American culture last year, they had like horrible protests and like police brutality. Uh, I know baby. And like police brutality and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and it came out like fucking May, right as all that was May happening. Two, 2020. Yeah, it was like, oh wow, yeah, it was amazing. I think it's just a little too amazing. Mm. Yeah, I've heard good things about the show. It, I just for whatever reason haven't gotten to it. Well, they, I mean, they really they nail their satire of uh, the Marvel characters. Like they have a little tiny guy that's like the Ant Man, but you, um, he does things that you're going to be uncomfortable to watch a small yeah. version of a person do. <laughs> I guess the trailers I saw for whatever reason just didn't appeal to me. You Even know what? I've heard people talk about it and say they liked it. They they do they they find a way of nailing cringe. Okay, I got this. So you know how Tarantino does gore like we mentioned earlier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like over the top but it's completely palatable. It's yeah. like what you it's a way it that It makes you, sense in that universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do cringe with that. Okay. Um, like uh, like the way Larry David does in a co- comedic way, they do with I don't know in a superhero. <laughs> Got, it. Got it. Like Curb. Yeah, but superheroes. Got and, it. Yeah, but um, okay. it's it's and all the actors in it are good and they play their characters perfectly. Um, yeah, I, I can't recommend the boys Is enough. It funny. But it's at times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean their violence occurs pretty comedically and the timing of it is like spot on. So sometimes in that way, but also there's good comedic lines in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. Funny. And that's streaming on prime, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Which, All right. So I'll check again, it out. You've paid for it. So you should watch it. Yeah, exactly. They're Just using like... your money to make that. <laughs> right. You might as well enjoy yeah. it. Uh, can we get into Teddy time and go to uh, Connor mortals, Con- Connor yeah. mortals, uh, What's the game, Alan? It's um... who said it, Ron Paul or Vladimir Lenin? <laughs> okay, it's still called Teddy Time, though. So, uh, first one, very, very simple. Okay, let the revolution begin. All right, I got one. Man, that's a damn. That's a tough one. That's a really uh, tough I'm, one. Oh no! Just there's no I'm, both I'm option. Gonna go, no, I'm going to go against my what I would normally say here. So, I, I my that's, brain wants to go with Lenin, so I'm going to go with Ron Paul because I've been wrong so many times here. I'm going to go with you on this one, Alan. I think it's Ron Paul. I, that All was right. my first thought. Yes. 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 Yeah. Because it's it. the love revolution. Okay. Uh, give me just one generation of youth and I'll transform. Hold on. There's a, the- it might still be there. Um, I'll really reread that. Uh, it might still be there. When you're driving back to LA from Las Vegas, there is a 2000, what, 2008? Or maybe it's 2012 Ron Paul revolution. And uh, you still see the sign over on the right side of the road as you're driving into LA. You're probably cool. like on the way to Barstow or something. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, what's the next one? Okay. Give me just one generation of youth and I'll transform the whole world. Oh, that's Lenin. <laughs> I, I'm thinking Lenin too. Yeah. 
that's got to be Lennon, right? Yep. Okay. okay. Good. One more? <laughs> One more. We have to break the tie. When the goal of political action is no longer the defense of liberty, no word other than dem- demagoguery can describe the despicable nature of politics. That was a tough sentence. I know. God damn it. I, can I do it again? Oh, sure. What, you, I know what, you can do better. When the goal of political action is no longer the defense of liberty, no word other than demagoguery can describe the despicable nature of politics. Okay. That's all the D words back to back. That's a problem. All uh, liberation aside. Despicable nature. I'm going to say that's Ron Paul, but I, I, I think it's Ron Paul too, but I have to defer. I have to be okay. So I think that's Lennon, but okay. I'm clicking Ron Paul. Yes, oh, it was Ron Paul. God damn it. You beat me. Dude, I'm three for three. What are you talking about? That was three for three. Wasn't I? Oh, I tonight. Yeah. 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 I was like, I beat you last week. Shut up. <laughs> but you know, you've got bragging rights all week now. Mm, right. Right. Um, if I can, I think I'm going to do a new game. Listeners, if you like this, let me know. I think I'll, uh, do new quotes, uh, Hunter S. Thompson or Noam Chomsky. I like that. I, like I personally like that. I know. I, a hero of both of ours. Yes. Hunter. Uh, that would be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, this was fun. That was fun. Oh, a uh, question going out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is Mount Ararat just Area 51 for boats? <laughs> All right. Sure. Okay. Fine. You get it, right? This is what they it. say the arc is. Okay. You don't get it. I'm going to go to Turkey. I'm going to go to Mount Ararat. I'm going to find Turkey, the Ark. Yeah. And I, Turkey, yeah, thank you. I'm going to find the Ark. And I'm going to be famous. It's like Indiana Jones. Come in the name of peace. I'm pooping right now. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. <laughs> Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. God bless United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting. Well, I see you got them snakes and sparklers, but where's good stuff, man? Good stuff. This is the good stuff. Snakes and sparklers. Are you nuts, dude? You need stuff to explode. Go boom. Why is that good? What? <laughs> you might, might as well ask, why is the tree good? Why is the sunset good? Why are boobs good? Man, firecrackers. Stick them in mailboxes, you drop them in toilets, you shove them up bullfrog's ass. I would never do that, because I'm going to be a veterinarian. Well, there you go. Someone shoves an M80 up a bullfrog's butt, blows him to pieces. He comes back to you to fix it. You win twice, brother. It's good biz. So you're going to tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're going to stand there owning a firework stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, hoosker doos, hoosker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? No. Because snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. Well, that might be your problem. It's not what you like. It's the consumer.